1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. Since this weekend is Resurrection Day weekend, we're ministering messages all week about Jesus Christ and what He did for me and you through His death, burial, and resurrection. We'll resume the messages on Pathway to Increase Intimacy with God next week. But this week, I want to get you in the mindset of the awesome things that the Lord did for me and you on Good Friday and on Resurrection Day too. So, come on, let's hear a message about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What he did for you and me when he went to Calvary Street to pay his debt in full for you and me, and then got up on Resurrection Day to set us totally free and offer a new life to you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes.
2: Romans chapter 5, please. And everybody that's alive is subject to that death. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 reads like this. It says, wherefore, as by one man, speaking of Adam, sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon some men for that some have sinned. Pass upon how many? That includes every single one of us. Every cute little baby that's born into this world is born with a death sentence over their head. Every cute little person that you hang with, run with, has already got a death sentence over their head. The fact that they came into this world means that they were going to have a death sentence over their head. They run into violence as soon as they come out. (laughs) Just just as a testimony of what's going to happen a little bit later on down the line. (laughs) Hallelujah. Death is what's going to happen and there was no way around it. We were separated from God with no hopes of ever getting back in. But thank God he decided to to give us a bridge over the troubled water. See, it was Adam's sin that made us sinners. It was Adam's sin that made us sinners. Now, he started us off. We got good at it later. Praise God. He started us off, and we all got good at it later. Because, see, we weren't sinners because we sinned originally, but we were sinners because we were born into Adam's sin. Hallelujah. Therefore, we were all born with a death sentence over our head because death demands a, 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 a verdict, and that is, I mean, sin demands a verdict, and that is death. Because we were born with, in, in, through Adam, we received his sin nature. Because the sin nature entered into Adam as soon as he sinned. It went all the way down to his molecular level. And sin entered into his bloodstream. And every man that was born after Adam was born with his sinful bloodstream. Because of that, the nature is running through that blood. The sin is in that blood. Our nature was the sin, and, 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 and we did. Just like, the, just like when we got born again, we picked up Adam's nature. And it's our nature. It was our nature to sin. I said it was our nature to sin. That's why little kids lie. Because it's their nature to lie. Because they got Satan's nature running through their bloodstream. That's why they're rebellious. One of the first words that a child learns is no. Why is that? Because they picked that one up quick. It's their nature. See, dogs bark, cats meow. People with a sin nature sin. It's just what they do. I don't know why I do what I do. I do. <laughs> Praise God <laughs> Hallelujah. So we weren't merely, merely eligible for death because of what Adam did, but we were also eligible for death because of what we did and did and did and did and did and did, and did. next day and did and did and and did and did. Sunday, and did, and did, <laughs> et, et cetera, et cetera, So we weren't merely eligible for death because of what Adam did. We were eligible for death because of what we did. Only Jesus could bring a cord out of this nonsense. Only he could be able to straighten this out. That's why it says, for unto us a child was born and a son was given. Speaking of the fact that he was going to come and, and, and come as a, what's called a hypostatic union in, in theological circles. It's called a hypostatic union. Whereas God, who is a hundred percent God, that was the son given took upon flesh and dwelt amongst us and was born into this world. That was the child that was born because demonstrating that this child was going to be born without a father, without a natural father. That's why Joseph was not the one that had anything to do with that. That's why he wanted to put her away because he found out that she was having a baby and he thought that while he wasn't around and she decided to play. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And, and, and he was like, that's all right. <laughs> Amen. Because that's not the package that I was purchasing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But that's why the angel had to come down. Gabriel had to come down and talk to him, messenger angel, and talk to him about that fact and let him know. Say, no, no, you don't do that. That you take that because that child that's in her actually is God. It is the seed of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because God came and, 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 and caused her to be able to have a child. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why is that? So we can have God's nature instead of sin nature, so we can have God's nature, which means he came into this world sinless. He came into this world with no sin whatsoever, and then commenced to live in that way for the rest of the days of his life in order to be an eligible sacrifice for you and me. Because a a free man, it takes a free man to free a man. It takes a sinless man to free a sinful man. A sinful man came free, a a sinful man, because that sinful man is in the same predicament. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That's like saying, I'm 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 going to get you out of jail when you're sitting there in in a cell with the person. Praise God. You can't get nobody out of jail when you're in there with them. Praise God. But Jesus was born free. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why? So they can be able to be the perfect sacrifice for you and me. That's why only Jesus could be the one that could bring this to pass. See, God is holy and just, so a price for sin had to be paid. It had to be paid. Man was sinful, so the only price that he could pay to satisfy sin's payment eternally is death eternally. The only price that he could pay to satisfy sin's payment eternally is death eternally. No sinful man could pay the price for another sinful man, but Jesus, being 100% Holy God and a 100% sinless man was the only one who could mediate by substituting his sinless life for our sinful life. His sinless life for our sinful life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He'd do it as our substitute so that we wouldn't have to. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 10, please. He'd do it as our substitute so that we didn't have to. Starting with verse 1. It said, We're going to read here about how Jesus asked the father to make him a body so that he could come sacrifice himself for us. Jesus voluntarily did this. I love that. Jesus voluntarily did this. (laughs) Says in verse one, for the law, having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices, which they offered year by year continually make the, the comers thereunto perfect. He could never perfect them. They would stay in sin no matter how many times that the offerings were offered. Why? Because they were offering the, uh, the, 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 the blood of an innocent animal. And that animal had a temporary life. That animal had a temporary life. I know this is going to mess y'all up, but dogs don't go to heaven. Right. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I know it's going to mess you up right here. Praise God. And nothing, I will, God the Lord will wipe away your tears. Cats and dogs and stuff don't go to heaven. Bless God. Enjoy them while you got them. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) They don't go to heaven. Praise God. Why? Because they have a temporary existence. Remember, dogs and cats and all the other animals were made from this world only. We are the only creature that was created in the image and likeness of God. God is an eternal spirit. We're the only ones with an eternal spirit. Because God breathed his breath into us and gave us the breath of life. Our breath is his breath. And because he's an eternal being, we are eternal beings. You never die technically. You always exist. The question is, where are you going to live? That's what the question is. Are you going to live in heaven or are you going to live in hell? That's the question. Because you always live. Does this make sense? Blessed be the name of the Lord. So an animal that's given up his life has given up a temporary life, and that temporary life can only temporarily provide righteousness. It can only temporarily provide righteousness. It would last for another year, and then they would have to re-offer it again, and then it would last for another year, and they'd have to re-offer it again. And all it did was continuously remind them we're in this same sin, that no matter what we do, it doesn't work to get rid of this sin, but we have to keep going through this again and again and again. Is is anybody hearing me? Verse 2. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. Because if it was working, they wouldn't offer it no more. Because that the worshipers, once purged, should have had no more conscience of sin. Now the conscience is on the inside. Praise God. Man's problem was on the inside. It was not on the outside. Man's problem was on the inside. So there was going to have to be something that would go in on the inside of man to be able to handle this one. Outside wasn't going to be able to do it. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sin every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, speaking of Jesus, he saith, sacrifices and offerings thou wouldest not, but a body thou hast prepared me. Why did he prepare him a body? Because he asked him to prepare him a body. Why? Because now it's going to be an internal being, an eternal sacrifice that's going to be sacrificed to be able to solve our sin eternally, Amen. our sin issue eternally. So an eternal person is going to now come and sacrifice his life so that we can be able to have our sins handled eternally. It's our cold right here. Y'all just don't know how cold this really is. Because, see, I, mean, I, I should have went there, but I didn't, for time's sake, I didn't go there. But yet the the Lord had got to the point that he had told the children of Israel, don't give me no more offerings. Yes. Why? Because your offerings are a stench to my nostrils. I don't even want to have nothing to do. He stopped receiving their offerings from that point forward, which means there was nothing that was covering their sin. It was nothing that was was handling their sin. And they was just piling up sin and getting worse and worse and worse and worse. But they were still looking forward to a savior because they knew that there's a day that the Messiah is going to come. There's a day that the Messiah is going to show up. And if you prefer the Greek, there's a day that the Christ is going to show up. Same word, just different language. Praise God. That's the day that our Savior is going to come. They were looking forward to the day that he was coming because it was being prophesied all throughout the Old Testament that he was coming. In fact, in the latter part of the Old Testament, that's all there was was prophecies about him coming and what he was going to do and how he was going to do what he was going to do to be able to save me and you so that we can be having an expectation, of manifestation for when he shows up to be able to get me and you. Praise God. In fact, the last prophecy that went forth, let them know that I ain't got nothing else to say to you from this point forward, but the next time you hear something from me, it's going to be because the Savior is here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because there's one that's coming with healing in his wings. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And salvation he's going to bring. He's going to come with a purifying fire. And a fuller soap. He's going to clean you on the inside and the outside. Praise God. And make sure that everything is alright for you to be able to move forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So anywho. But Jesus said. Wherefore when he cometh into the world. He said. sacrifices and offerings thou wouldest not. But a body has thou prepared me. And burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin. Thou hadest no pleasure. Then said I. Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. He's coming to do the will of the Father. Above when he said, sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are s- sanctified, through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. What's those next three words? Once for all. Once for all. Which means Jesus Christ was coming to be able to do this one time. Now see, when we were doing it, when we were doing it, it offered. we have to offer it year after year after year after year, but it never works. It never takes it away. Why? Because it's not by works. Ain't nothing you can do to be able to get you out of the situation that you was in. But somebody was coming to be able to do it for you. Somebody was coming to be able to do it for you. So that what they do would solve it once and for all. So that when his life is offered, it'll be handled once and for all. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I said, blessed be the name of the Lord. He was coming to handle it once and for all. See, Jesus asked the Father to make him a body. So that he can come and sacrifice himself for us. See, the father was no longer satisfied and pleased with the sacrifices of bulls and goats. Those were innocent animals also, but they couldn't take away the sin. The next death, if Jesus didn't do what he do, was going to be ours. The next death, if Jesus didn't do what he do, was going to be ours. Which means when we die separated from him, there was going to be no hopes of ever getting back in. But Jesus, who is love personified, said he'd sacrifice himself as a sacrifice for us. He said he'd sacrifice himself for a sacrifice for us. Y'all, this ain't doing nothing for y'all. Praise God. See, every one of them animals that was sacrificed wasn't asked. Every one of those innocent animals that sacrificed their life was never asked. They was made to do it. That's why it didn't work either because they was made to do it. But Jesus Christ volunteered to do it. So when he came to give his life for you, it was as a voluntary sacrifice where he was willing to do it just for you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Oh, how he loved us. Oh, how he loved us. How he loved us. Oh, he loves. He loved us. Y'all have no idea how much he loved us. Because when somebody say they're going to get a life up for you, honey, that's love. Praise God. Turn over to first John chapter four. He volunteered, Father, make me a body so I can go and sacrifice my body. His death was by design. We in 1 John chapter, I'm telling you, I'm fired up up in here. Praise God, I love this day because I understand the scripture. He has opened up the scriptures and brought me understanding. Just like I'm opening up the scriptures and bringing you understanding. 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. It says, hearing is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. How you know? And send his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And send his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Come on, VBBS. Word pr- pr- propitiation means substitute. substitute. He sent him to be the substitute for our sins. The substitute for our sins. For example, if I, if I was in the game, praise God playing, praise God, and, and, and scoring and, 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 and diamond and, and stuff, praise God. But I heard the horn <clears throat> and I look over to the side and I see another point guard pointing me, telling me, come on, I got you. Out and Then I go substitute with him, which means I take his spot, he take my spot. I take his spot and he take my spot. Now he in the game. I ain't the one that's had to do nothing no more. He the one in the game. Well, Jesus Christ went to the cross for us as our substitute. Amen. Hallelujah. So that we wouldn't have to do nothing. He was the one that was going to score. He was the one that was going to dunk on the devil. He was the one that was going to win the game. He was the one that was going to win it at the buzzer. He was the one that was going to blow out the devil. Is anybody hearing me up in here? He the one that was going to bust a hundred and something on the devil single-handedly. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. He went as our substitute. That word propitiation means substitute, but it more accurately translates atonement. Atonement. It more accurately translates atonement in such a way was what Jesus would do would atone for our sins from that point forward. Now that word atone, praise God, has all kind of theological meanings. I ain't got time to get into it. I got A's and all that stuff. I could impress you if I wanted to, praise God. But I, I, I but but I like to make keep things simple. This atonement. Look at the word atonement. A T O N E M E N T. Separated off as at one mint. At one mint, which means what he was going to do was going to bring you back to one mint with the Lord. It was going to bring you back to unity with the Lord. It was going to reconnect you back to the Lord and take away the separation that was between you and him and put y'all back together at one. He was coming to be bring you at one with him. Is anybody here, man? Anybody here at one with the Lord? Praise God. Well, then he did what he came to do. He came to be our, our propitiation, our substitute, our atonement for the sins that it is that we do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Jesus was sent to be the propitiation, the atonement, the substitute for us to pay the penalty for our sins. For our sins. I said for our sins. First John chapter 2, please. Mm-hmm. Each and every one of us, he came to pay for our sins. Starting with verse 1, it says, My little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. That's why you ought to study your Bible. Amen. Amen. That's why you ought to read your Bible. That's why you ought to come to church and learn about the Bible. Praise God. Because these things were written so that you sin not. Praise God. Amen. That magazine you read, that's for you to sin. This Bible is so that you don't sin. Praise God. All your little Kindle stuff is so you can sin. The Bible is written so that you don't sin. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. All your e-books, that's written for you to sin. This is so that you don't sin. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's a better book to read. Praise God. So that you can quit lying and say, I ain't got no time. Praise God, amen. <laughs> but that's another teaching right now. We're talking about something else right now. He said, my little children, these things right under you that you sin not. And if, any, and if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. That's Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the propitiation. Come on, VBS. He's the what? Substitute. Praise God. For our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. He didn't just come for us. He came for the sins of the whole world. Praise God. Which means when he go pay a price for the punishment, he's not just going to pay the price for your punishment. He's going to pay the price for the whole world's punishment. He's going to pay for everybody's punishment at the same time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good to know. Turn to John chapter 15. When he gave up his life, he was doing it for everybody. I mean, the guttermost to the uttermost. The bum on the street and the bum in the corporate towers. Every one of them received God's love. It did shower. Those of us who is nice little altar kids, and those of us act like we ain't got a lick of sense. And everything in between. St. John chapter 15. Oh, how he loved us. Verse 13. It says, greater love have no man than this. That a man laid down his life for his friends. I like that. That he laid down his life for his friend voluntarily. It's the premise behind it. Voluntarily. Which means he didn't have to do it. But he did. He didn't have to go out like that. But he did. There was no price that he owed. Because he had not sinned. That was our price that needed to be owed. That would be like you. Go out and get a car you can't afford. And then come to me and say, Pastor, I I just ain't got it. They're about to take my ride. And then I pay it off and you drive off in it. I didn't make the debt. And I ain't the one that's supposed to sweat. Oh, how I loved you if I paid that sucker off. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you drove off with it. (laughs) And that's what was about to happen. Jesus said, I'm going to pay your price while you walk away scot-free. Whereas you don't experience one bit of what you were supposed to. I'm going to pay the full price for you. I didn't cause this debt. I didn't sin. I didn't mess nothing up. I wasn't laying and playing and doing something other than what the word of God is saying. I wasn't smoking and toking and and, and having people back up and start poking. I wasn't doing none of that stuff. Does anybody hear me up in here? He said, I live my life sinless. I ain't do nothing wrong. But oh, how he loved us that he would lay down his life for you and me. Why? Because he took upon this body So that he can set us free Hallelujah
1: Well that's all that we have time for today We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say If you want to hear the message in its entirety Just got that to church office At area 210 7859238 That's area code 210 785 But of course it's always best When you can get it live Word the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassley Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. Just call to church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. We also invite all of you to celebrate with us at our Resurrection Day weekend celebration that we do here at Word of Faith SA. It starts on Thursday evening at 645 with the showing of the passion of the Christ. I believe that it is just good for each and every one of us to get a visual reminder of the price that Jesus Christ paid for you and me when he went to the cross at Calvary as a substitute for you and me. And speaking of Christ, there is no charge for coming and see the movie. And a wonderful reception follows where there will be refreshments and refreshing fellowship with the saints, talking about what they saw and how it impacted them. The celebration continues on Friday evening at our Good Friday service at 7 p.m. That's the day that Jesus Christ actually went to the cross for me and you, to pay is dead in full for me and you. So we at Word of Faith celebrate in praise and worship and get a good word on that night too. We'd be both honored and excited to see you and your family there celebrating Jesus with us too. And the Resurrection Day celebration weekend culminates with our Resurrection Day service on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. That's the day that Jesus Christ got up, so we get up and come to church to celebrate the victory that we received through him. We'd love to see all of you and your families there. And remember, if you don't have transportation, We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every one of these services. So just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.